and welcome to the Religious Studies Project Insert Religious Festival Special! I am your host, Jonathan Tuckett, and off to my right, I have my lovely assistant, Ethan Quillen. And behind me being the usual technical wizardry that he is, David Robertson. And this year, for legal reasons, we are playing 14 to 1. The game is very simple. It's an elimination game. Each contestant has three lives. If they get a question wrong, they lose a life. If they lose all three lives, they are eliminated and join you, the audience, and are denied any of the booze that remains. (laughs) They didn't know that before we started. Okay, I've apparently lost two contestants already. (laughs) So the way it'll work is that we will eliminate all of the contestants until there are only two contestants left for a final head-to-head clash for the all-important prize of a religious studies button. (laughs) The game will be divided into three rounds. In the first round, each contestant will be asked one question each, and we will go along the line from contestant one to contestant number 14, for legal reasons. And then in round two, we'll go along the line again, but when the person gets the question right... They then get to decide who answers the next question from their fellow contestants. So now we get to see which of the PhD students don't like their supervisors. (laughs) Looking at you, Chris. (laughs) 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 Then in the third round, we will have the final two up for the head-to-head. So, moving on to our contestants. Contestant number one is Christopher Cotter, co-founder of the Religious Studies Project and PhD student at Lancaster University. (laughs) Contestant number two, Kim Knott, Professor of Religious and Secular Studies at the Lancaster University. (laughs) Contestant number three, Eileen Barker, Founder of Inform and Emeritus Professor at LSE. (laughs) Contestant number four, Jack Zonis, Senior Lecturer in Higher Education at the University of Sydney and a former world record holder for the longest handshake. (laughs) Contestant number five, Carol Cusack, Professor of Religious Studies at the University of Sydney. (laughs) Contestant number six, Stephen Gregg, Senior Lecturer at Wolverhampton University and Secretary-Elect of the BASR. (laughs) Contestant number seven, Kevin Whitesides, Roundtable Regular, and I really don't need to say anything else beyond that. Contestant number eight, Timu Tyra, Senior Lecturer at the University of Helsinki. (laughs) Contestant number nine, the best singler, PhD student of New Religious Movements at Cambridge University. (laughs) 
Contestant number 10, William Arthman, postdoctoral fellow in relictoral studies at Tilburg University. <laughs> Contestant number 11, Morix Klenk, PhD student in sociology at the University of Witten. Contestant number 12, Anders Peterson, Professor for the Study of Religion at the largest department of religious studies in the world, Aarhus University. <laughs> Contestant number 13, Marcus Davidson, Assistant Professor in the Sociology of Religion at Leiden University. And finally, for legal reasons, contestant number 14, Liam Templeton Sutherland, PhD student in Scotland at the University of Edinburgh. There is an onus on all the up and coming members of the panel because you have not yet won an insert religious festival special yet. So do well this time, please. <laughs> contestant number one, Chris Cotter. Hi. Your question is, which anthropologist coined the term faction in order to define the literary practice of constructing ethnography? I'm presuming Geertz. Correct. It is Cliff. <laughs> Contestant number two. Hello. What two dimensions does Ninian Smart name but not discuss in the dimensions of the sacred? I can't remember. Ethical, ethical and aesthetic. Incorrect. The answer is political and economic. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's nailed Ninian then. <laughs> Not interested in politics or economics. Okay, so moving on to contestant number three. Hello. In 2008, which video game prompted condemnation from the Muslim Council of Britain? Uh, 15 to 1. Uh, incorrect. The correct answer is Muslim Massacre, the game of modern religious genocide. Oh, yes. That exists. Contestant number four, Jack. What is the name of the immortal Noah figure in the Epic of Gilgamesh? Trevor. Incorrect. The answer is Utenpashtim. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, th 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 this will actually become relevant because knowing this lot, it will happen at some point. As the quizmaster, my word is law, and that includes my terrible English pronunciation of foreign terms. <laughs> okay, contestant number five, Carol. Who is the largest property owner in New York City? No idea. The answer is the Catholic Church. Aww. Could have guessed. Contestant numbers. Strangers in the night. Stephen, who is the patron saint of cooks? Cooks. Uh, St. Gordon of Ramsay. <laughs> Incorrect. The answer is St. Lawrence of Rome. <laughs> okay. Contestant number seven. What was the first work of fiction blessed by the Pope? <laughs> I suppose I time out. 
I'll give you a few seconds because of an interruption from the other contestant. Okay, now you've timed out. <laughs> the answer is Ben-Hur. Contestant number eight. What archaic expression of surprise or shock is a contraction of the term referring to the nails used in the crucifixion? No answer. The correct answer is gadzooks. <laughs> okay, contestant number nine. The Christian saint, Josephat, is based on which religious figure? Uh, no idea, sorry. The answer is the Buddha. Okay. <laughs> contestant number ten. Who is the opposite of Ahura Mazda? You are? <laughs> the correct answer is Angra Mainu. Contestant number 11. In last year's RSP festive special, I used the word cult in one of the questions. Was this acceptable? No. Incorrect. The answer is yes. I am the quiz master. And I told you two seconds ago that my word is law. <laughs> Contestant number 12. What non-canonical book was considered along the Gospels by the Jesus Seminar? And the Q, of course. Q. The, uh, the Logia Quelle. Incorrect. The answer is the Gospel, of, the Gospel of Thomas. Of Ooh. He has given the correct answer. Yeah, but it's not a very simple answer because... The, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I have to... I have, I have been part of that seminar myself, so... Okay, I'm going to give it to him because I have, like, someone gave me this question. So I, I can't argue the point. So well done, you're correct. <laughs> Contestant number 13. Which deity was said to have been created by Satan and sent back in time before Jesus in order to preemptively discredit him? Hellboy. <laughs> Uh, incorrect. The answer is Mithras. <laughs> Contestant number 14. Hello. In the faith of the seven, what item is the father depicted as holding? Uh, a sword. Incorrect. The answer is scales. Aww. Okay, that is the end of round one. And as it stands, only two contestants, Chris Cotter and Anders Peterson, have managed to retain all three lives. So... As we move into the second round, it's very simple. The microphone will move along again as normal, but when someone gets a question correct, they then decide who answers the next question. So, without further ado, moving on to contestant number one, Chris Cotter. According to which prominent sociologist is there a war between Christians and Elvish cultic priestesses? Martin Marty. Incorrect. The answer is William Sins Bainbridge. Oh, yeah. Shame on you for not knowing that, Chris. <laughs> Contestant number two. Which Muslim scholar forwarded the evolutionary theory of animals in the ninth century? Can I ask the audience? <laughs> for legal reasons, this is not who wants to be a millionaire. Al-Halaj. I don't think he was a nice Incorrect. Answer. The answer is Al-Jahiz. 
Fancy me not knowing that. Fancy Kim not knowing that. Contestant number three. In the television show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which character states the following? This symbol, these two planks of wood, it confounds me, suffuses me with mortal dread. Buffy. Correct. No, no. Eileen. Eileen. Oh, I can choose. Yes, Eileen now gets to decide who answers the next question. Beth. Okay, Beth Singler. Your question is, what year did Christianity become the official religion of the Roman Empire? 200 and something AD. Incorrect. CE. The answer is 380 CE. I don't... Oh, oh no, oh no. Either way, Beth got it wrong. No one is surprised. (laughs) Eileen, because Beth got the question wrong, you get to pick someone else. I'll have the white scared man who knows everything. That would be Anders. Anders? Would you like to come up to the microphone? I'll be coming. You know, if I'd like to, I have to. I well, <laughs> it's to. an Englishism. It's, it's, it's a polite phrase hiding a threat. Yes, that's what I mean. It's a euphemism. I don't buy euphemisms. <laughs> if it's a threat. Wait a minute. Euphemism is something entirely different. No, it's not. You know Greek. No? You don't know Greek? No. <laughs> okay, I want to go back. <laughs> okay. No. Yep. This is really awkward. He's really tall. He can look over my shoulder at the question. <laughs> Are you intimidated by me also? What? Yes. Uh, in their interview with the RSP, which academic was censored for their views on Father Christmas? What is RSP? Religious Studies Project. What you're in right now. I don't know what a podcast is. Like, talking it's, to the... it's like a radio interview. Yeah. I don't use that. Uh, can you repeat? Okay. It was very anachronistic. Okay. Name the angel who guided Joseph Smith to the tablet inscribed with the Book of Mormon. Gabriel. Incorrect. The answer is Moroni. Moroni, okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay, if you'd like to take your seat again. But there is no archangel called Moroni. There isn't Mormon, is it? Yeah, but that's not an archangel. I just said angel. No, you said archangel. Oh, my God. He said Archangel, didn't he? Sorry. Sorry, Anders. Take a seat. Okay, Eileen, you get to pick someone else. <laughs> okay, Chris, come up to the microphone. Hi. What is the meaning of Callisto written by the apple of discord thrown by Eris? Cheese. <laughs> Carol Kuzak just gave the correct answer. It is for the prettiest one. Please take a seat and lose a life. Okay, Eileen. The tyranny of Eileen continues. Carol Kuzak, come up to the microphone. (laughs) Who is the patron saint of gravediggers? I don't know. The answer is Saint Anthony. 
Of Egypt? I don't know, it just says St. Anthony. For all I know, it's St. Anthony of Bath. <laughs> okay, Eileen. Pick someone else! Yes. Marcus Davidson, you have been selected. Come on up. Marcus. Okay, yeah. Who is the patron saint of gypsies? No one is. <laughs> Incorrect. The answer is Saint Sarah. Take a seat and lose a life. Okay, this, this, this quiz could go in one direction very quickly. Uh, so, Eileen, you get to pick another one. Team Utira, up you come. Hopefully there, there aren't any patron saint questions anymore. Well, this is going to be a bit awkward. <laughs> Which biblical prophet is accompanied by a talking donkey? <laughs> this is getting oh, embarrassing, uh, let's say, Elijah. Incorrect. The answer is... Balaam. Eileen, bear in mind that you can pick the su- someone else again at this point. Yes. As long as you don't pick Timu. <laughs> Kevin Whitesides, round table regular, step up to the microphone. Or the beard, as Eileen just referred to him. It is an impressive beard. Okay, Kevin. In the Song of Ice and Fire series... Who said the following? Faith is like porridge, better with milk and honey. Tyrion. Incorrect. The answer is Jamie Lannister. Take a seat and lose a life. Okay, Stephen. The Buddhist scholar Lin Chi used the method Kongang to do what? I'm not sure, but it's illegal in 24 states. Uh, To meditate. The correct answer is to flummox his students. But because Stephen has given such a good answer of his own devising, I will let him answer a second question. Name the deity invoked by Bobby Henderson to challenge the teachings of creationism in his Kansas high school. The flying spaghetti monster. Correct! No, Stephen, Stephen... Don't go away, Stephen. (laughs) The tyranny of Eileen has come to an end. And thus begins the rule of Stephen. Okay, Stephen. Who would you like to answer a question? Liam. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Liam, your question is, who is the patron saint of France? Saint Maurice. Incorrect. The answer is St. Dennis. Take a seat and lose a life. Before Stephen gets to pick his next victim, let's just take a quick break to look at the life scores at the moment. Chris Cotter has only got one life remaining, as has Kim Knott. Eileen Barker has two lives. Jack Zonis has two lives. Carol Kuzak has one. Stephen Gregg has two Kevin Whitesides has one, 
Timu Tyra, Beth Singler have one life each. William Arfman, Moritz Klenk and Anders Peterson all have two lives. Marcus has one life, and as does Liam Templeton Sutherland. Bearing that in mind, Stephen, who would you like to pick next? Because someone could leave the game. Timu, come up to the microphone. Oh dear, oh dear. Timu, could someone fill my class? Timu, Ethan is standing poised at the board. How many surahs are in the Quran? Oh, this is a quick fire I should, question. I should, I should know that, but I don't know. Oh, 47. Incorrect. The answer is 114. Ladies and gentlemen, the reign of Stephen has claimed its first victim. Give it up for Timu Tyra. (laughs) Stephen, your reign continues. Will you show mercy or will you try and kill someone else? (laughs) Marcus Davidson. Who is the youngest child of Adam and Eve? Seth. Correct. And we will pretend that an audience member did not give away the answer two seconds before, Marcus. So, Marcus, the decision is yours. Will you be like Stephen and be a bully and pick on the people with only one life? No. Or will you be kind? I will pick on Stephen. I'm afraid that's against the rules. Oh, that is. You're not allowed to pick the person who picked you. So it's got to be someone else. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's uh, let's see what Jack. uh, Jack's honest. Up to the stand. Name the three forms of capital identified by Bourdieu. Uh, Symbolic. Cultural and uh, economic. Uh, I'm going to have to refer to the person who wrote this question. I'm afraid, Jack, you got that wrong. It was cultural, economic, and social. Stephen, stand up and pay for your crimes of bullying us. In the book, Mystery of Farholt, which god is invoked by Mayrin to abandon the diseased corpses? No, 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 I protest. Noddy. <laughs> Incorrect. The answer is Osflog. Yeah, he was Noddy's younger brother, wasn't he? Nobody knows who that author is. <laughs> Yeah, The Mystery of Farhol is this really good fiction novel written by this guy called Jonathan Johnstone Wilson. Check it out on Amazon. It's actually really good. It's like, uh, it's better than George uh, Martin's stuff, to be honest. (laughs) Marcus has elected Eileen Barker. Name the three ethical religions as they are identified by Max Muller. Buddhism. One. Hinduism. Incorrect. The other two are Christianity and Islam. Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) 
Well, this is true. Okay, Marcus. Okay. What, what, what Marcus has just said is that we've now got a contestant game of two groups. This side against this side. So, for contestants one through seven, you are more than welcome to pick on contestants eight through 14. So, come on, Chris. Take the fight. Right. Bring it. Here is your question. Who lies dreaming in the sunken city of Rely? Your mother. <laughs> right. Get down and lose a life. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, after making a your mother joke, Chris Cotter has been eliminated from the game. No booze. No booze. Okay, Marcus. You get to pick someone else. Kim Not, up you come. But let me say that I am here, my postdoc, my PhD student, have already left the floor. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't expect to last long myself. (laughs) Okay, Kim. Who is the lonely god? I'm channeling it. <laughs> the lonely god. Is this, is this a, in a work of fiction? I'm not supposed to give you clues. Well, I, it, the only, it would help me to know whether I could possibly even... You're in the right the area answer. if you're thinking about that. Let me put it that way. Somebody from the audience yes. has said, give her another. Now, that's either because I'm so entertaining, I've captivated you as an audience <laughs> so much that you, re- you desire to see me stand here for longer, or it's because you think it was an unfair question. I, I'm, I'm going to submit to peer pressure and give her another question. Yes! <laughs> Who is the lonely god? The lonely god is the doctor. What I love about that is how I've got the best reaction from my audience to that question. They don't care about anything else, but the moment you mention the doctor, everyone's like... (gasps) But did any of them know the answer? No. The The other contestants did. Okay. Carol Carol and Stephen. (laughs) Okay. Kim. Second life. Second chance. possibly. What is the pseudonym used by the author Salomon Rushdie? Maybe Salman Rushdie. (laughs) The pseudonym. I I confess, I really do not know the answer to this one. Does anybody in the audience know? Anyone in the audience? The correct answer is Joseph Anton. Okay, I concede defeat. Thank you. It was lovely. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Kim Knott. Who beat her own PhD student? Yeah, yeah. Marcus, who are you going to select? Carol. What is your name? Carol Cusack. Correct. Elect another contestant. <laughs> No. 
Who would you like to send back up here? You can't send I Marcus. Think William. William Hoffman. You've done a lot of heckling so far, but can you answer a question? The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I choose. Um, I choose. Kevin Whiteside, William Arthman has indeed answered the correction. <laughs> Up you come. I want to make an interjection. If we accept that answer, it falsifies his answer. <laughs> However, humour overrides philosophy every single time. So I'm going to give it to him. Kevin Whiteside, up you come. What is your quest? To find the Holy Grail. Correct. (laughs) Kevin Whiteside, pick a contestant. I choose uh, Moritz due to beard envy. Moritz Clank, up you come. Moritz. Yes. What is the capital of Assyria? Of what? Assyria. Is there anyone in the audience who knows the answer? <laughs> okay, Moritz. Okay. I'm timing you out. You had a choice of four answers, in fact. Okay. Tell there me. There is. Tell me. Assur, Nimrod, Du, Sarukin, and... No, no, bye. It's Nimrod. <laughs> no, you've already answered it incorrectly. Take a seat. What? I had four chances. No. Kevin Whiteside, pick another contestant. Well, Marcus started the war between the sides. Ooh. Leader of the eights to fourteens. It took me a second to work out the numbers. Which well-known British actor spent a year teaching English in a Tibetan monastery? I'm going to time him out. The answer is Benedict Cumberbatch. Marcus Davidson, you have been eliminated. The man who declared a war has gone first. Okay, Kevin. He died as he lived. Kevin Whitesides, who's next? Beth Singler, up you come. It's always the ones I'm not asked. So now I go. Obeya traditional medicine is considered a forerunner of which religion? Uh, mesmerism. Incorrect. The answer is Rastafari. It's always someone else's question, I know. Best Singler has been eliminated. Give it up for Best Singler. Okay, Kevin, you've now killed two contestants. Who's next? Sorry, I'm introducing the people with two points. Uh, Anders. Anders Peterson, up you come. Anders. Yes. According to Wouter Hanegraaff, New Age. Wouter Hanegraaff in Dutch. According to that guy, New Age comes He's an into old professor. You speak respectively about him. Yeah, we clearly haven't met. Herr <laughs> Professor Dr. Walter Hanegraaff, yeah. That guy? Yeah. 
According to that guy, yes. New Age comes in two stages. Sensu Latu and Sensu what? Yeah. Walter doesn't know Latin. Walter isn't here, so he would say Sensu Stricto. But that's correct. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> that's it. That's all we yeah. need to know. Okay. But it's very bad Latin to say Sensu Latu. Oh, well, okay. It's Volker Latin. We'll, we'll take that up with uh, Hannah Graf after the show. Hannah Graf. Hanagar. Walter Hanagar. I'm going to get phlegm all over the mic. <laughs> okay, Anders. Yes. Who would you like to answer the next question? What? You have to pick one of the other contestants. Oh, that's very interesting. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Anders is getting a close up and personal look. Eileen, up you come. Because we just don't like. Students of the modern world. <laughs> Eileen, from what does the term Jane derive? As in Jainism, Jane. Um, <laughs> veneration of life. Incorrect. The answer is Jinnah, meaning conqueror. That's what I said. No. <laughs> Eileen Barker. Give it up for Eileen. She's been eliminated. Anders, I'm not sure that I can respond right now because I would never in my life have expected from a British lady that she would give me the finger. That's sort of... <laughs> I always... I come from the continent. I'm not accustomed to this. Uh... I want to tell you, I don't play this game. This group, the whites against the blacks or whatever. I just don't like sociologists. So, <laughs> the sociologists here. Moritz Clegg. Moritz Clegg. Betrayal in the ranks, Marx Clank, up you come. Hey, thank you. Hello. Hi. Many religions have dogmas, but what do the Discordians have in their place? Love. Incorrect. The answer is Katmas. Oh, no. Marx Clank, you have been eliminated. Okay, Anders. Anders, you need to pick another contestant. I can only say that I've been confirmed in my prejudices against sociologists. They are absolutely true. <laughs> are you a historian? In what field? New age. Then you are not a historian. <laughs> okay, can you just pick a contestant? <laughs> Kevin Whiteside, what was the name of the religion founded by George King in the early 1950s following his channeled messages from extraterrestrials? I should know this. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin has blanked on an answer for which he has just claimed to be a New Age specialist. <laughs> Kevin White says the correct answer was the Euphurious Society. Kevin White says you have been eliminated. Only six contestants left. <laughs> 
Anders, who's next? Uh, who are the modern people here? I want to know. So, you've got a choice of Stephen, Carol, or Jack. The beer man. Beer man, Stephen Gray. I've run him. I've run him. Okay, Stephen, 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 Stephen. Can you get me a job at your university? Yes. Awesome. That's great. I'll speak to you after, but now I'll give you the proper questions. Where did Martin Luther become an Augustinian monk? Erfurt. Correct. Stephen, don't go away. Stephen, Greg, who would you like to nominate next? Oh, I'm, I'm going to, yeah, Liam. Sorry, Liam. Liam Templeton Sutherland, up you come. Praise Cthulhu. Okay, Liam, Liam. What university did Martin Luther attend before becoming an Augustinian monk? Witten. Berg, was it not? Incorrect. The answer is University of Erfurt. <laughs> Liam, you have let Scotland down and you've been eliminated. We did better than none at the football, so... <laughs> Give it up for Liam! Stephen, who's next? We're running out. There's only five left. Anders, you've been nominated. It's time to answer another question. Which notorious Yorkshire serial killer shares a name with a prominent member of the British Association for the Study of Religion? James Herriot. Incorrect. Oh, he only killed cats and dogs. The correct answer is Peter Sutcliffe. Who's that? He's a serial killer from Yorkshire. And the guy from the BSR is Steve Sutcliffe. William Arfman, up you come. Think very carefully about your question. (laughs) Who was the founder of Christian science? You were? (laughs) No. The answer was Mary Baker Eddy. Stephen, who's next? Anders, you've been nominated again. Up you come. Which is the oldest university in the world? Bologna. Incorrect. It's Pando. No, it's Bologna. It's no. 12, uh, 1228 and Oxford came uh, 1232. Actually, it is the University of Al-Karawin in Morocco. That is bullshit. <laughs> that is absolute bullshit. And I'm serious about this. No. It's, it's the answer I've got on the card. Yeah, and that's bullshit. It's Bologna in 1228. Oxford came in 1230. Anders, we're going to go with what's on the card. No, no. Anders. No. Anders. Anders, I'm afraid you've been eliminated. Anders, give it up for Anders. I want to... Okay. I want to make one last comment. Political correctness. Political penetration. I can't take this seriously. This is... I'm sorry, Anders. You have been eliminated. Four contestants remaining. We're almost at round three. Still remaining, we have Jack Sonis, Carol Kuzak, Stephen Gregg, and William Arfman. Okay, Stephen. Who's next? 
William. In the Elder Scrolls video games, what is the main religion of Tamriel? I'm sorry, I don't know. The correct answer is the Nine Divines. I'm sorry, William, you've been eliminated. Give it up for William. Okay, Stephen. The question is, who's next? Because this could determine who you're in the final with. Carol Cusack, come on up. <laughs> Who was the second pope after Peter? Look, the history of the papacy until Demetrius I in the third century is actually largely mythological. There's no actual knowledge. <laughs> I'm going to go with correct. <laughs> Carol, the Immaculate Conception appears in which gospel? It doesn't appear in any. It's a doctrine promulgated by the First Vatican Council in 1870. And it refers to the... You're right. You're correct. And you're properly correct this time. Okay, Carol. You have a choice of Jack or Stephen. Who would you like to answer a question? They're both my dear friends, and I would not like to put this fate upon either of them. So I sacrifice my ability to choose to Ethan who will choose in my place Ethan, Ethan the score girl what is it, which is it, is it Jack or is it Stephen Gregg, up you come this is all funded ladies and gentlemen by the BASR (laughs) enjoy your wine I write the checks (laughs) Stephen I'm now slightly concerned about asking you questions, but still. Stephen, the term Christian or Christianity does not appear in the Bible, true or false? No, that's false. I think Paul talks about Christians. Incorrect. The answer is true. I'm sorry, Stephen. Then I'm very stupid. Never mind. I'm sorry, Stephen. Give it up for Stephen. We will be accepting donations because our funding has just been slashed in half. It's the final round, and it's going to be a tie-off against Jack and Carol. Up you come. Yeah. This is a big win for the city of Sydney. This right is a big here. win for Australia. Right? So... Okay, so here's the way round three works. Because it is the third round, you gain three lives each. So you're now all on four lives. But I am going to ask you both the question. If you get the question correct, your opponent loses a life. If you get the question wrong, you lose the life. Good. So... Who teaches in room 107 in the Unseen University? I'm quite happy to admit I don't know. Jack, the pressure's on you. I also don't know. The correct answer is no one. It doesn't exist. (laughs) We both lose a life. I'm afraid they both lose a life. Carol is correct. That's equitable. In which year 
was the great disruption which split the Church of Scotland. 1247. Incorrect. Jack, you've lost a life. That was a total guess. Uh, the correct answer is 1843. Come on, Carol! Come on! Come on yourself! Which 1987 film features an updated Jesus? 1987. Jesus of Montreal. Incorrect. The answer is Robocop. <laughs> okay, I lose a life. We're both equal. Okay, both with two lives left. What, according to Jonathan Z. Smith, do scholars of religion have no data for? Religion. Correct. <laughs> Jack, you lose a life. In the television series Battlestar Galactica, on what planet did gods and men live together? Not a sci-fi guy. Battlestar Galactica is Mormon propaganda. I know that, but I do not know what planet. Well, you both get it wrong. And Jack, you lose a life. And that's the Carol. I think and this is kind of appropriate. Carol knows a lot more than me, and I shouldn't have been here. Once again, Carol Kuzak has won the Insert Religious Festival Charity Festival. <laughs> Carol, it is with great pleasure that I give you the RSP badge of victory. Jonathan, I accept it with gratitude. It is the tradition of the uh, Religious Studies Project Specials that everyone rounds out the finish together. So, uh, before I do that, I would just like to reiterate our thanks to the BASR for funding and making the Religious Studies Project. As always, we are internally indebted. And... Uh, And of course, enjoy Insert Religious Festival here, whichever is appropriate for you. That means you clap too. And all that remains to be said is thanks for listening. Okay, thank you. That is in no way creepy. Okay. What are you doing? No. No, 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 no. No. Get your fucking hands off my wife. You have a problem with your peristaltics? Or... And as... We have a break. He needs to go to the toilet. According to Peter Berger, what walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, but refuses to be identified as a duck? A duck. Makes sense. It's logically correct, but that's not what Peter Berger says. No, it's not what Peter Berger says. This is correct. My technical guy has pointed out correctly. Can I just point out that I think it's Peter Beyer who makes the whole thing about the duck, not Peter Berger? I'm really sorry. Do you know what unites us? Pedantry. Okay. He, Jack was oh, still correct. So Jack has lost. As Jack lost a life, he was incorrect. The correct answer is New Age. I know. I was going to say New Age, but you 
Oh, hang on, wait, we're having a technical conferral. We'll be back right after this break. Either we need to re-record the question, or we need to have the question answered. All right, okay. Well, you mean the, the question was asked wrongly because it said Peter Berger, not Peter Beyer? Yeah. Do I not get a point for knowing this well, was Peter that's Beyer? Right. The, the easiest thing Jesus. is to the question, but it's not, it's not very funny. It's not fun, because <laughs> they're not just saying your age. Frequently. I know. Um, well, no, well, I'll, I'll, I'll just reread the question. No, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll move on to another question. And Let's we'll move on to another so, question. Good idea. Is that right? Yep, cool. All right. The power of editing. 